Hello and welcome to the Rationable Podcast, your weekly deep dive into how science and critical thinking make you immune to scams, fads and hoaxes. I am your host, Abhijit. Let's dig in. Another day, another WhatsApp forward. I recently got one from several people. Since the pollution in Delhi has been making headlines across the world, it describes the foods and the nutrients you should eat to fight the effects of the pollution shrouding Delhi and North India. It's immediately appealing because we are all so scared of what all the smog is doing to our lungs and our overall health. People on the streets are wearing masks. I have air purifiers installed all over the house. Wouldn't it be amazing if we could make ourselves immune to the pollution with a few simple additions to our diet? To be honest, I'm not optimistic, but I'll reserve my judgment till all the evidence is presented. Remember one thing, social media forwards are not reliable sources of information. We need to separate the facts from the fiction every single time, no matter who sent it to us and how trustworthy they may be. So in that spirit, let's break this little WhatsApp message open and see what's inside. Now here's the full message. As Delhi is affected with dangerous levels of air pollution, please take vitamin C, omega fatty acids, tulsi, ginger, lemon, magnesium-rich diets like cashews for omega-3, take akrot, gur or jaggery, shudh madhu, which is honey, Hypothesized these foods will help you reduce the effect of air pollution. Can you share it to all your nearest and dearest? Thanks. Now, if you thought that the language is a little messed up, yes, it was. Well, this is a WhatsApp forward, so we can't really um, judge them too harshly about that. But it's short and sweet, uh, unlike that monster of a forward that I had to dismantle about Japan getting rid of its microwaves. I'll link that one in the show notes. What is pollution again? Before we dive into what we can allegedly do to protect our health, let's take a swift look at what pollution is and the adverse health effects it has been linked to. First, pollution primarily consists of particulate matter of PM2.5 and PM10, sulfur dioxide, ozone, nitrogen dioxide. They lead to an increased risk of heart diseases like cardiac dysrhythmia and non-fatal heart attacks. They also increase the risk of pulmonary or lung diseases like childhood incidents of asthma, aggravated asthma, decreased lung function, lung inflammation, bronchial infections, lung cancer, and chronic obstructive pulmonary diseases, otherwise called COPD. Childhood cancers reduced cognitive ability, decreased brain size and fetuses, and a variety of cancers. Looking at it in another way, it's like smoking for free. Yay! Not really. All right, let the fact-checking commence. Vitamin C. 
True. Multiple studies have shown that vitamin C, along with vitamin E, D and the Bs, do help lessen the symptoms and the risks of chronic conditions brought on by pollutants, especially PM2.5. One of the many pathways which pollution can affect you is through oxidative stress, a condition where free radicals and antioxidants are out of balance in your body. Now, free radicals are oxygen-containing molecules that have an uneven number of electrons, which helps them react with other molecules very efficiently. So generous. And this sounds kind of friendly, right? Surely you'd want to have free radicals at your party. But no, they tend to interfere with metabolic processes and even DNA, which lead to aging, inflammatory conditions, chronic diseases, and even cancer. So they turned out to be the drunk creeps at the party. The antioxidants are the bouncers who give free radicals an electron while staying stable, so they can't react quite so easily. Vitamin C is one of those friendly antioxidants you want to have around. Studies have shown that people deficient in vitamin C and E are more likely to have asthma attacks if they have asthma or COPD symptoms too. Since lemons are a good source of vitamin C, along with many other fruits and veggies, make sure you get a good variety in your diet to stay healthy and fight off the effects of pollution. Another reason for that is that vitamin B complexes and D also help you stay healthy when it's smoggy. An important note, when it comes to antioxidants, more is not better. Make sure you have a diet rich in fruits and vegetables, but there's no need to supplement with high doses of antioxidants. There needs to be a balance in the body. Taking too much of it can, at the least, do nothing and be a waste of money, or, at worst, help some cancers to grow. Now, omega fatty acids. True. Some of the studies I've referred to in the vitamin C section will also show you how omega-3 fatty acids have a role to play in fighting the harms of pollution. Another study in asthmatic children showed a reduction in their symptoms with the supplement of omega-3 fatty acids, while omega-6 fatty acids made their condition worse. So, how do omega-3s help? PM25 particles have a way of getting deep into your lungs and even to other parts of your body through your blood. This can cause inflammation in the lungs and in other tissues in your body. Omega-3 fatty acids are great at reducing inflammation in the body and therefore fighting some of the effects of pollution. So, where do you get this oil? Most of you already know, but anyway, great sources of omega-3 fatty acids include fatty sea fish like salmon, tuna, or herring, while vegetarian sources like flaxseed, hemp oil, walnuts, and soybeans are also good. So yes, walnuts, otherwise akrot, which is mentioned in the message, can be a good source, as mentioned in the foreword, but flax and hemp oils are better. If you like walnuts, go that way. Not stopping you. Another note that bears repeating, inflammation is not always harmful. Some forms of inflammation uh, as a result of injury or disease can sometimes be undesirable and not good for you, but other forms of inflammation are normal functions of the body and serve important purposes. For example, every time you work out, and I hope you're working out, there is widespread inflammation in your body. 
but it's beneficial for the recovery of your body. However, if you have an autoimmune disease where inflammation is rampant, we need to keep that in check. Jaggery and honey for omega-3. Probably false. The forward also recommends jaggery and honey for omega-3 for some unfathomable reason, since neither one contains any fat. One more time, people. Carbs are not fat. Now, maybe I'm misreading the sentence and it was a bit jumbled up as it is. So if that's the case, we have nothing to worry about. Let's go and move on. There is a rat study I found which finds some improvements in lung conditions with jaggery, but there are significant problems with it. One, rats aren't humans. Two, it was tested using these rats in conditions similar to coal mines. So coal and silica particles were used, which is not necessarily the same as current levels of pollution. The findings are not easily translatable to humans in polluted cities. And finally, it was hypothesized that the mineral content in jaggery could be responsible for the protective effects, but those can also be found in much greater abundance in other fruits and vegetables. Now for honey, this is also primarily a sugar like glucose, fructose, maltose and sucrose. But if this message didn't imply that, and I'm just misinterpreting the garbled sentence formation, so be it. But still, let's figure out if these foods really do help. Now for the honey. Honey is also primarily sugar containing glucose, fructose, maltose and sucrose. There's a bit of water, a very tiny amount and some antioxidants, especially in darker forms of honey. But again, it has no omega-3 fatty acids. As far as honey's effects on lung health, I couldn't find much reliable information since most of the studies are either very small or in rats. However, some studies did hypothesize that antioxidants in dark honey could have some benefits in overall health and nutrition. Plus, it does make plus it does have antimicrobial properties that we can that can help soothe and fight throat infections while soothing the throat too. But I couldn't find anything else. If you know of any reliable studies, please let me know. Next up is Tulsi, otherwise called holy basil. Honestly, don't know. I haven't been able to find any reliable studies reporting the claim that Tulsi can help you fight the effects of pollution. It is a very popular herb used in Ayurveda, which is why it's probably been referenced. I have found some information about it being somewhat beneficial to managing stress and anxiety, testosterone production, and not much else. It looks like this one's a dud. Now for ginger. Again, don't know. The only thing I found to support this is an in vivo study, meaning it was all done in petri dishes. It seems to help esophageal or throat muscles relax. This, of course, is far from proving anything in humans. But ginger is soothing to the throat if you've got some irritation going on. That, of course, we all know. So if you have a persistent cough or irritation of some sort, put some in your tea with honey. It's probably not going to protect you from pollution, but it'll feel nice for sure. Magnesium is the next thing they mentioned. True for some, magnesium is a vasodilator. That means it helps blood vessels relax and open up. A bronchodilator, which means that the, it helps bronchioles in your lungs to open. 
It does this by regulating the release of acetylcholine, a chemical that neurotransmitters use to activate muscles, and histamine, an organic compound and a neurotransmitter that regulates inflammation as an immune response and itching. And it also acts as an anti-inflammatory agent. In human words, if you didn't follow that, it's crucial for people who have asthma, COPD, and cystic fibrosis. Magnesium can help the body control immune responses and lower the symptoms of these diseases. However, its role in healthy people's lungs in terms of fighting pollution is not clear. So to summarize, this forward honestly surprised me. Pleasantly. It seems that there is some decent science behind some of these claims. Just note that most of the studies I've found have been somewhat preliminary and small, so things can change a bit as more research is done. The honey and jaggery can certainly soothe the throat, if nothing else, as is the case with ginger and possibly tulsi. They have no credible science that I could find to back them up, but they're pretty harmless, so if you want to add some to your tea, go for it. My favorite concoction that my mother and wife make is black tea with honey and ginger in it. Warm, delicious, and so very soothing. Even chicken soup comes second to that. Now, I told you about the air purifiers initially. Can air purifiers also help? All this got me thinking about air purifiers because that's my primary weapon against pollution. Unfortunately, I haven't managed to find much research on the topic. There was a small study that has been done in the US that has shown that air purifiers with HEPA filters can reduce particulate pollution dramatically inside homes, giving relief to people with respiratory illnesses and asthma. Other than that, there's nothing more that I could find about the effectiveness of air purifiers in polluted cities. One word of caution though, avoid air purifiers that try to ionize the air or use ultraviolet light. These could lead to the creation of ozone, a molecule having three oxygen atoms. This can be very irritating for your lungs and your skin. Air purifiers do have a logical link to working though, since they minimize your exposure to pollution. So I have put one in my room, my parents' room, and both the family cars so that we can cut down on how much pollution we breathe in through the day. The next step is to boost my fruits and veggies intake. That seems a bit harder, to be honest, but it must be done. To conclude, I started cynically thinking about this as another message filled with nonsense like most other WhatsApp messages tend to be. I'm glad to have been proven wrong to a great extent. I've also been checked on my views on air purifiers. This happened to me last week when I was writing about the vape ban too. I guess it's a trend, but I don't mind. I'm not the kind of person who will stubbornly maintain the narrative at all costs regardless of the evidence. The truth is more important than my pride. The bottom line is you should add these foods along with lots more fruits and vegetables to your diet because nutrition makes your bodies stronger and more capable of fighting the ill effects of our environment, like India's pollution. Their nutrients help your body function at its peak by keeping the immune system strong, repairing damaged tissue, lowering inflammatory responses, and so much more. Just eat your veggies, 
and take all the precautions too, like wearing a mask, using air purifiers, or just heading to the hills. And use every method you have to push politicians to find solutions to the stubble burning of the farms and pollution in general. We've had enough. So what are your favorite potions or methods to save yourself from pollution other than heading to cleaner pastures? Let me know in the comments or by writing in. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, stay healthy and be rationable. Thank you so much for listening to The Rationable Podcast with me, Abhijit. For the show notes, transcript, references and further reading, visit www.berationable.com. Let's continue the conversation on the Rationable Conversations group on Facebook and at Be Rationable on Twitter. If social media is not your thing, you can also write to me at abhijit at berationable.com. If you enjoyed the episode, consider subscribing to the podcast and sharing it with your friends and family. Until next time, be rational.